there's some concentration, right? I mean, with 90 customers, 6.5 million in revenue, you got some big customers. Yeah, we've got big customers. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at getlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Adam Baker. He's the founder of four B2B SaaS companies and two exits. He's currently the founder and CEO of Churnly.ai and DealPad.io. He bootstrapped Churnly to 6.5 million bucks in ARR and in six months has generated $400,000 in ARR for DealPad. Adam, you ready to take us to the top? Hey, how you doing? Good to see you again. So my obvious question is Churnly seems to be killing it. Why go get distracted with DealPad? (laughs) Well, um, Churnly's doing well. I think we we really rid a wave on Churnly um, during um, the, the last two years, where where companies were doubling down on retention, uh, and, and and timing for us was was very good. Obviously, um, companies really wanted to understand the root cause of why their customers left. They really wanted to kind of keep their customers. So we um, we onboarded. A t- we went from a 1.5 million uh, ARR to about six million ARR um, in in that period. What um, period? Oh, so from um, from June 2020 until uh, April this year. So wow, um, some of the two years. Yeah, bootstrap, crazy. no outside capital, no outside capital at all. So, you, totally so you own 100 percent of that business? Um, no, I don't. Um, I own 85 percent of that business. Okay, who's so it? What 15 15 percent is your your engineers or what? Yeah, so our employees um, earn uh, earn a bunch, and uh, and we've got. Um, I've got some advisors that I've given shares to, et cetera, but you know, we have no outside funding at all. That's amazing. So when you see a deal like like Paddle buying ProfitWell, you know, now that, that ProfitWell retained product, just the retained product is doing about 400,000 bucks a month. So they're about your same size. Um, you saw the exit price. Do you look at selling Churnly on the back of that? Yeah, you know, main, uh, you know, mainly I'm focused on building Churnly. I, I exited my last company way too early. And I think if and it haunts me a little bit. I think if I'd held on um, for another four or five years, I I, I would have probably ten x the valuation I got out of my last company. So uh, <laughs> I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm a little bit paranoid about getting out too early, which might, might not be a good thing. But tell um, us that story real quick. What was that first company you thought you sold too, sold too early? Yeah, so that was my second venture. My first company was was acquired um, way back in 2007. Um, my last company was called Blotter. And and we were we were acquired um, by the Guardian Media Group, uh, and um, it was we were we were basically authenticating news footage for newsrooms all over the world, and it oh, was wow. we, we we were kind of you know doing fake news debunking before fake news was even coined as a term, uh, and and um, there were only two players in our market, and one was acquired about six months before us, and it made me panic. Um, thinking how many exits can there be now and um, yep. and we were really in the kind of the news media content space there's not a lot of MA happening in that space so um, I, I kind of went in with both feet um, and, and, and exited uh, it, look, it was a good result um, don't get me wrong it was a good outcome but I think if I'd held in I, I, I could have you know built that company to a considerably um, higher um, valuation than when we, we, we exited that yeah, interesting. Well, you've been there, you've done that. It makes sense. Now, before moving to DealPad, on Turnly today, how many customers do you have? And are they mainly B2B SaaS? 
all B2B SaaS. And um, we've got about 90 customers. Okay. Yeah, and so there's, there's some concentration, right? I mean, with 90 customers, 6.5 million in revenue, you've got some big customers. Yeah, we've got big customers. The, 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 one of the things that I like about the business, one of the things I really get frustrated about this business and why I'm founding DealPad um, is it's extremely complex. And, and so this is not off-the-shelf software. So we've built our, our models. Um, you know, we've, we've got proprietary algorithms, but we have to customize everything. And so when we go into a company, um, you know, our services cost usually 3x is our SaaS cost. So we're not, so our, our revenue isn't just on, um, isn't just SaaS. It's SaaS plus services to implement. I see. And it just takes so long. And, it, and, and I get, to be honest, I just get bored with it. And so uh, we, we're, we're carrying on journeys, definitely, um, you know, building a great company. Um, but DealPad, you know, um, is a, a combination of my work really over the last 10 years of helping my sales teams deliver quotas and and make sure they hit close dates on time so we can forecast well and um, and and whilst the two companies and two products are very separate there's definitely a lot of um synergy and, and i can see that the the two products unifying at some point where we take a, a, pro, a you know a kind of a, um, a product to market where it's you know we're going to help you um win customers with dealpan and close deals and we're going to help you retain them and we're going to show you how to uh. So I can see, you know, somewhere in the future, potentially there's there's the opportunity for us to to, to go out with a joint prop. But at the moment, they're very separate. Um, and um, you know, so, so we, I've been using the DealPad kind of model behind it for years to help my sales teams, and and um, consistently see that it helps. And so we're, we're we've turned that into software, and the the validation we've had so far has been phenomenal. That's amazing. Let me. Um... I want to spend the second half of the show all on DealPad on the trending stuff you mentioned split between service and SaaS. What would you say the split? Like, if if someone listen, I'm really asking if someone listening right now wants to sign up, what's like the minimum AR they have to have to get value out of it? What are they going to pay you on the service side, and what are they probably going to pay you on the SaaS side? Honestly, I couldn't tell you because it varies customer to customer based on the size of the customer, complexity, data sets. Okay. Data maturity. Um, typically, though, um, we're, we're running at about seventy percent ARR on SaaS. And then about thirty percent on one-time services to implement that. I see. And the seventy percent SaaS, are you taking like a percent of retained revenue, or is it a flat fee? Uh, it's a flat fee. Oh, that's nice. That's different than the market. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We okay. So we, we we decided not to take that route because, um, well, for for a lot of reasons. But I think you you then get into lots of contractual disputes, and I've had this before where um, companies would then start to. To, to debate about you know who how much revenue they've actually got from us or yep. if they if they acquire an organization and their revenue ramps because of the acquisition does we do we include that or not um you know it just gets really messy so we we kept it really clean um yep. we're, we're happy with taking a, 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 a you know a, a decent SaaS um fee and we think that's fair for us and fair for our customers yeah no it feels very, i mean it's so i'm mean, just trying to do math 6.5 million total 70% to saas so about 5 million is pure saas 1.5 you could call as services but that 5 million saas split among 90 customers would mean the average customer there is paying what $50,000 acvs right that's super healthy yeah yeah it's good yeah, yeah. yeah okay so someone needs to really have like 5 10 20 million bucks in arr to to get comfortable paying a $50,000 annual fee right yeah, I and mean, we've got customers that are, are, are lower than that on ARR. Um, oh, okay. okay. 
but but yeah, I, I think typically the size of our our customers when I, when I look at them are around about the you know that 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 type of level. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's go into DealPad. So you're building this yeah. internally. It's helping your sales team out internally. Now, how many sales folks out internally were using the, the first version of DealPad? Um, we had eight using it internally. Okay. We've had 100 using it over the over the course of the last 10 years. Um, 500 or, or probably more than that. But at Cherney specifically, about eight use it. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. So it's now you've spun it out as, as its own entity. Do you have customers on that that are not from your other companies? Oh yeah, all of them are. I mean, we, I don't have any repeat customers. We've had to go out and, and build out a sales motion from scratch, and all, all of our all of our prospects and all of our customers are new. Oh They're wow, very, okay. It's, a, it's very different. We're we're talking to different types of customers. Um, so with DealPad, our sweet spot, um, our company software companies again B two B, but where there's anywhere between five and fifty million ARR, um, we we think that we can really help that segment. Um, where there's an enterprise sales motion, but also where there's complexity in the sales process, where you're managing multiple stakeholders, um, where you are, you've probably got an average contract value, annual contract value of 10k upwards. Um, yep. So it's you know not transactional. It's not you know kind of you know you know DocuSign who are just kind of trying to you know sell fifty fifty dollar seats. Um, it's but it could be DocuSign if they go into enterprise and start to sell you know their enterprise suite. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah. So, so our, our our ideal customer is very different to our, although they're both B two B SaaS, very different to Charlie. And so, when you look at just DealPad, the customers paying for the software you just described, what are they paying on average per year or per month? Again, it depends. Um, it depends. So, so it depends on what they buy from us. Um, so, we've got so DealPad has a, a, a kind of a solution set of um, account planning of um kind of buyer alignment so there's a kind of a two-way buying process that they can they can loop into and then mutual action plans and and so um it depends what they want to buy a lot of our customers um initially go for the middle of that they they want to they want to actually understand what's happening in a deal and i think this is where this is where i see that we customers get most excited so inside their crm whether it's salesforce or hubspot or pipedrive um you know they're relying on intuition because ultimately the 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 CRM can only tell you what's in the pipeline, what data they have. Right? They can't actually look into a deal and tell you at what part, what point that deal is at and how it's being evaluated. What you know, and 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 um, that's what we do. So that's where we that's where DealPad comes. But, but Banner, are we talking like a hundred bucks a month, or a thousand a month, or ten thousand a month? Uh, what's yeah. like the sweet spot? Yeah, so average, um, I guess average investment into DealPad is going to be somewhere around about the twelve k. So about a thousand bucks a month. 
about, okay, okay, perfect. And, and then you're, are you upselling? You're obviously upselling based off features. It sounds like, are you upselling based off anything else? Seats, number of deals, anything else? No, just, just features. Just features. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Very cool. And then again, when we, obviously you've been building this for, it sounds like a long time internally in other companies. When would you say that, that you started the company though? Uh, we, we started deal about about two years ago, um, okay. uh, in terms of building the software, um, well, actually that's not true. Sorry. We started building the software about two years ago and we started DealPad as a company about eight months ago. Okay. That's, that's amazing. And then, so you've got customers on your site, some Hootsuite, uh, Freshworks, uh, Fresh uh, Freshworks, et cetera. How many total customers are you working with today? Um, we're working about a hundred at the moment. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that's impressive. In eight months, you sent up a hundred customers. How are you, what's your go-to-market, right? I assume you're using DealPad for your sales motion, but what's your go-to-market? Yeah, yeah, DealPad helps us a lot. Um, so all outbound at the moment. We're not really focused on any inbound because for me, that was an investment. We weren't really sure what we'd need to produce to, and what would work. So we've just really focused on outbound. Um, and we've got a team of SDRs. We um, deploy, I guess, three software um, kind of vendors in our, in our sales stack that, that help us go out and prospect well. Um, and, and that's been it, really. It's just been a case of let's get leads in. Um, let's sit great qualification and discovery calls. Let's really understand the pain we're solving. Um, and, and, and let's solve that pain repeatedly for our customers. That and makes sense. And all, and all these hundred customers are paying again about a thousand bucks a month. Yeah. On average. That's great. So you're what? 120 grand a month in an MRR. Uh, yeah. Yes. But we, we, um, we, we're not MRR, we're ARR. Uh, okay, so you got it. So you're well. So, so said differently. You, you know about what is that? One point five, one point six million, something, right? In ARR. Yeah, if we place it over the course of twelve months, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, that's impressive. That's really impressive. Um, so yeah, I mean, zero to one point six million AR in eight months. Again, that's super impressive. Now, obviously, you've you've eaten your own dog food. You use a tool, so you know what's needed. Uh, what does your team look like today at Dealpad? How many full time? Yeah, it's small. Uh, we've got nine folks here. Nine and um, bootstrapped, right? Yep, totally bootstrapped again. Um, Are you going to get stay bootstrapped? You think? Um, honestly, I don't know. He has a term sheet right now. That's what that face means. He's sitting on a term sheet right now. I, 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 yeah, I think that there's a huge, there's a huge white space with Dealpad. Um, What's the offer? I, What's in the term sheet? How much? <laughs> I, we, we, we don't have an offer yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. What would make you decide? I mean, you're already wealthy, right? You could fund this yourself. What would make you decide to go ahead and, and raise VC? Yeah, I think just like I've said, there's a huge white space at the moment. We're not really. We've got a few customers in the US. Um, actually, we've probably got about twenty percent of our customers in the US. But that's a market I really want to um, move into. Um, that's going to take money. Um, I think as well. You know, we're focused very much on software at the moment. But there's, you know, I mean, every organization in the world with a sales motion. Um, could use DealPad and, and, and get value from it. Mm-hmm. At that level of scale, we'd have to we'd have to find money, you know. Um, yep. That and, and so let's let's see how it goes. I mean, if we can bootstrap this to ten million, um, which is what my plan is, um, yep. ARR, um, then we might better make some different choices about you know rather than going out raising money, we could do it a different way. We'll see. I love that. And are all most clients? Are they all B two B SaaS? All B two B SaaS at the moment. That's yep. awesome. I love your focus. It's all B2B SaaS. And, and how did you get the MVP built? Do you have engineers full-time or use a dev shop? Neither. Um, so, well, so I found, uh, I, there was, there was a, um, by the way, if, if you're looking for a co-founder, there's a great, um, it's called Z-Hawk. 
And it's a, it's a really great platform for finding co-founders. So I, I basically just registered on there, signed up. They wanted me to pay off the bat. And I'm like, well, I don't even know what this site is, but I did it. Uh, and I found a, I found a co-founder. We, I, I probably did a beauty parade of about 25 um, technical people that wanted to co-found. Wait, how do you spell it? It's Z-Hawk? Yeah, I think so. I'm, I, I've probably got that wrong. Um, you can, I'll, I'll ping it to you after this and you can edit it out and, and okay. try the right name because I've, I've, I've almost certainly got that wrong. Um, but so I think I, you're thinking, I think you're, I think you're thinking about starthawk.io. Starthawk. Starthawk. There yeah. 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 And so, yeah, good, good research. <laughs> and, um, and so I, I very specifically needed a technical um, co founder because um, I'm not, I'm not a technical founder. And uh, met Kim, my, my founder. He was at Facebook. And, uh, and and so Kim was a, um, a program manager at Facebook. And prior to that, he'd been a um, software lead at King on Candy Crush. Wow. And we, we just hit it off. And um, he you was split only- evenly, you go 50 50 or what? Yeah, 50 50. Yeah. Wow. And, and, and so, um, you know, he was the first person in the 25 or 30 that I'd met. And I'd spent quite a lot of time in conversations with people that we, he just got it. And um, and he's built the platform, um, you know, from almost from scratch, and um, you're using my models. Uh, but he's you know he's gone and built the platform from scratch, and and you know the, the for both of us, I think you know we decided to go fifty fifty, and and you know despite it being my concept and something that I'd been using and I'd verified and I had the domain expertise, I I, I wanted him to have fifty percent of this because I wanted him to feel that he had shared ownership, and yep. and for me that was really important for him. It was also really important. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, we know you have great playbooks. We're excited to have you come and speak on September 1st in Austin. Uh, you're going on stage at 1140 AM. Uh, this, uh, the headline there is the email templates that Churnly and DealPad use to break uh, 10 or grow to 10 million bucks in ARR. So we're really excited to, to learn that stuff. You've got playbooks for everything, huh? No, I wouldn't say everything, but um, particularly in life. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Adam, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, last book you read. Um, uh, what the dog saw. What the dog saw. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, oh, question. Probably not at the moment. Okay. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building DealPad besides one of your own tools? Yeah, Lusha. Lusha. Yeah. Number. Really in love with Lusha right now. Yeah. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, quite a lot. Um, nine. Nine. Oh, love that. And uh, situation, married, single kids? Um, single kids. How many kiddos? Uh, I have a daughter who's 26 and a grandson who's one. Oh, wow. That's pretty darn cool. All right. And how old are you? Uh, I'm 48. 48. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Um, oh, blimey. Um, so many things. Um, don't raise money early. <laughs> Guys, there you have it. You built Charlie. He built Charlie to about 6.5 million bucks bootstrap. 70% of that revenue is pure SaaS, working with 90 customers. But now he said, you know what? I've got to spin this tool called DealPad out, which is sales enablement. Helps you track these deal flow, uh, the deal flow over time. He's grown this from zero to $1.2 million run rate here in just under eight, nine months, which is incredible. Found his co-founder on StartHawk. They split it 50-50. Totally bootstrapped, serving 100 customers today. He wants to bootstrap it up to 10 million bucks. We'll see what happens. Adam, thanks for taking us to the top. See you.